0: In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, how to get the most out of attending a conference. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring how to get the most out of attending a conference. And with me today to do that is Director of Security Strategy at CBI, Wolfgang Gorlick. Wolf?
1: how are you hey Tim I'm doing great thanks so much for having me on is this am I coming back
0: yes you are the first time repeat guest sweet yes. that I've had on so that is a that is a, a a honor bestowed of you going to the record books forever and ever and ever and, <laughs> ever, and, ever, and, ever, and, ever, and ever and ever. fantastic thanks so, so much for having me back yeah absolutely so and this this you know this is a result of uh, one of your previous podcast. I mean, we, we do the PVC sec pretty regularly and you guys did want a code mash which was a conference. And mm-hmm. you said, well, while I was listening to that as I was editing it, you mentioned something about people understanding how to conference. And, and this is something that I think should be addressed. I think this is something that a lot of people, you know, you go to a conference and you have your own agenda, but I think people can really get, try to get the most out of, out of going to a conference. Yeah. So, so with that, let's, let's define uh, what conferences we're talking about. Um, and I think you know we're talking about the ones you – know, it's either the ones like a B-Sides on a Saturday or one of the ones that's a, a few days. Uh, is there any other conferences that you can think – or what, what kind of conferences did you have in mind with, in regards to that?
1: So there's the B-Sides, which, of course, are near and dear to my heart coming out of B-Sides Detroit for the past mm-hmm. five, six years. Um, there are you know the traditional hacker conferences which uh, you know both you and I have our own version of that that we contribute to and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There's software developer conferences you mentioned code that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you and I lump both those in terms of like a broadly technical conferences. But this also goes to, um, business conferences. Some of the things that we're talking about, I picked up and learned and cut my teeth on back when I was, uh, you know, a, a security officer and and just trying to network with my peers and talking about financial services. So I'd argue that these techniques we're going to talk to today definitely apply to B sides, and I want you to go to a B sides. Definitely apply to technical conferences, but also apply as well to your industry uh, specific events.
0: Okay. So what, what goals should we be defining here? Like what should we be getting out of the conference?
1: Yeah, that is the question, right? <laughs> Never go to a, a conference without having a goal, and without knowing what you're trying to get out of it. Um, sometimes and all too often I hear someone go, well, I have a free Saturday, so I just popped in. That's great. You know, if, if you've got a free Saturday, and you're wondering what to do, definitely, you know, pop in. Um, but, but have have a goal. Um, and to me, that goal can, can vary uh, both in terms of the type of event and where I'm at in my professional career and what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, number one goal, of course, is, is meeting like-minded people who can assist you and who you can assist. Uh, other goals would be you know, solving a particular problem. I love people – and you see this more in the developer conference and the more in the industry conference, actually – uh, who go to an event and they're like, I've got these three problems that are plaguing me, and I'm trying to find someone who can help me solve them, or I'm looking for talks that address these problems. You know, that those sort of like heat sinking missile people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's got, who've got the goal, uh, who've got the notebook, they're in the front row. They're the ones who, if you're speaking, are going to ask all your questions. Um, those people I, I love because they know exactly what they want. They want to solve a problem, they want to um, advance a part of the organization. Right. So I, I'll turn it on you, Tim. What, what are some of the goals you
0: you look at when you go well, to come? I Well, I, I remember I just started – so I started going to B-Sides almost uh, – I went to B-Sides in 2013. It was my first year of conferencing. And initially, my first goal was to just go check it out. Um, I think that's a relatively uh, – Good starter goal for you know you don't have to have these big grand goals of I'm going to meet you know so many people and I'm going to make connection I'm going to make this connection I went there just kind of okay what are, what are these B sides about these these B sides look interesting and mm-hmm. I went there and it kind of like it, it 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 made a hunger inside me for more of this type of stuff because the content the talks were great. Uh, and you got to meet some interesting people doing some really interesting things, and they're also in, in locations that are that are interesting to explore. So there's a an R and R aspect to it because I mean it is a Saturday. It was, it was a Saturday. You know, I dragged a buddy down with me on a Saturday to go two and a half hour drive to go to a conference in Charleston, and Charleston is a beautiful city. And so you know that's what we did is we we cut out a little bit early and went and visited a couple sites. Um and, you know, I, I think that's important. But as I started getting on with it, um, you know, just I wanted to meet people. Uh, I wanted to network. I wanted to, like you said, too, is go. There were some talks that I'm looking at. OK, I got this problem. How can I solve it? Yeah. So I think those are all good things. And, and I'm glad you said because I hadn't thought about that before we started going. But uh, solving a problem, I think, is a, is a pretty important one. Right. So what's the first step to achieving those goals?
1: Ah, pre-gaming, pre-gaming, now we're talking. Mm -hmm. Um, Listing out your goals, knowing what they are. Um, Knowing how you're going to collect information and and follow up on it. I mentioned earlier my favorite people who sit in the front who have their notebooks out. (laughs) There's also people who use OneNote. Uh, I've got a a good friend who every time he goes to a conference, he's got his laptop powered up. He's got a OneNote that he, he organizes per conference. Um, so, so knowing how you're going to collect the data, um, if it is, I want to meet this person or that person, knowing how you're going to, to do that, having a plan, really. Um, another thing that I see successful people doing is reaching out on social media. Hey, I, I know you're going to speak. I look forward to meeting you. I, um, know you're going to be at this event. I look forward to talking with you. Um, those types of things. Oh, and here's a crazy one. So, what I what I did was, uh, because something like RSA is huge, right? It's like 30,000 people there. Um, so I, I emailed out um, people who I thought were likely to go, be going to RSA in my mailing list, and and sent them the, uh, you know, when's good. Have you seen this app where you, you can, like, give a whole bunch of hours and people can fill in what hours work for them? Oh, no, I hadn't heard about this app. Yeah, it's it's a free website, and it's I think it's "Win's Good" is uh, just the name of it. So I create a "Wins Good" uh, to meet Wolf at RSA, and and sent it to, sent it to a you know a few hundred people, and I'm like, fill this out, tell me "Wins Good," so I can make sure I meet all these folks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of it's kind of cool because it's clustering around a couple different days. so I'm going to have like a, a group lunch with a few different people. Mm-hmm. Um. But just having that plan, how am I going to organize my schedule to make sure I get the most out of this event? Both before the event, so I'm going to have a couple of breakfasts at RSA, for example. Same thing uh, during the event and afterwards, the after parties, dinner, what have you. Yeah, you have to you have to, tell, you have to try. The, this is the first time we've tried the app. This is the first time I've tried the app for a conference like this. Yes, I've used it before for scheduling things for b sides or you know various things I'm volunteering in.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, let me know how that goes, because that, that that would be an interesting thing and
1: something we might have to come back and do a podcast on, um, advanced ways of how to go on. Well, yeah, so I, I just think it's going to be cool. Like, hey, you know, um, I want to meet you, you want to meet me, but I can't meet 100 people. So on Friday, we're having a lunch for, you know, 30 folks. Come on out. We'll grab a table and we'll all chat. It'll be awesome. Yeah,
0: Yep. I see I take a different approach. I've been more flexible. Like so I actually do okay so I, I do go there and, and I think you and me met at um, Circle City Con for the first time. Yeah. And but we and we did the whole through Twitter thing. Hey, I'd like to meet and you know, we just happened to run across each other in the lobby. Or I I, th- I can't remember how it happened, but we met up essentially. Um, and so like my goal for Circle City, I was also a photographer there, but I was also running around, you know, getting opportunity to meet different people. And, and you know, th- I think that's one thing, too, is if you if you're shy, which I am, I'm very shy about uh, introducing myself to people or just walking up and starting a conversation with someone, uh, volunteer or get involved with a conference because that will give you opportunities
1: to, to talk to people that you may not uh, have had. Um, that is an is a excellent example right volunteer uh, and use that volunteer opportunity to meet folks. Um, right. So Chris Maddalena, I, I'm not sure if he's been on this particular podcast with you or not, but I know you know Chris and mm-hmm. Chris is a great guy. He uh, always volunteers to do the video recording and uh, so he'll spend you know one day in one track, Or, or, I'm sorry, all hours per day in one track. And he meets all the speakers. He meets a few folks that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's made some fantastic connections just doing that. And taking notes, of course, on the talks.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's probably like sitting in a talk like that. Or, you know, even just sitting at the door, you get to go into uh, the talk after once it starts up or once everybody files in. And you can um, uh, get an opportunity to sit in those talks. So it's a good excuse (laughs) to sit in there. Yeah. Um, one of the but one of the other things too is that what my pre plan is is also I like to have I like to highlight and go through all the talks that I want to go see. Now right. I don't I don't follow this strictly because like I said I, I'm pretty flexible for you know Circle City kind of really got uh, exposed to this as people are like hey everyone's you know on Twitter saying hey everyone's going out to lunch meet here uh, so I like being flexible for those kind of interactions and then even at lunch you get to meet some new people that you weren't mm-hmm. intending to or. Uh, you know, just, just some really good interaction there. But I like having a plan of talks I want to go see because if I do have some free time, I have I, I have a place to go. Like mm-hmm. I, each – there's like – and sometimes I'll rate them if there's two talks back-to-back that that uh, I'm interested in or at the same time that I'm interested in. But uh, I like to plan that out so that if, if I don't have anyone to talk to or I don't have anything else going on, okay, I'll just go pop in here. And uh, maybe I'll see something or, you know, get to ask a question or, you know – there's any, any number of possibilities.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So to, to recap planning then before we move on, right? So A, have a plan. Reach out to the people you're going to talk to. Uh, fill out your calendar and, and make sure that, uh, you know, what talks you need to attend and where they are. Uh, keep it flexible. I think that's a good point, right? Have the flexibility to leap on opportunities and the bandwidth to, to seize the, the moment when it presents itself. Um, volunteer if you're if you're shy or looking for a way to break in or meet people. That's a great way to do it. Um, and, and make sure you've got a way to capture the information coming from the talks and contact information and everything that's going to come out of these conferences. I mean, it basically is just a, a fire hose. So how are you going to capture as much of that fire hose as possible?
0: Before we move on, what if work is sending you to to the conference?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. So many managers will say, okay, we're sending you this conference. Um, Report back. Share what you know. And many times if you've got uh, teams, right, and they can only afford to send one person, that person comes back and then has to teach people. So that's where the gathering the information becomes so critical. Uh, I mentioned earlier my friend who always goes with uh, OneNote. Oftentimes he'll wrap all that up into a presentation or email and say, hey, here's all the, the key points I learned. Here's links to some of the recorded talks. Um, here's a few different websites you need to check out. And he uses that data capture uh, at the conference to get all his notes ready. And then he distills it down to the key nuggets that his manager and his team need to know. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, sometimes, So sometimes, uh, I don't know, my work didn't really really asked me to do a presentation, but I went ahead and did it anyway. So I always try to try to have something uh, there, although I don't think we really, I really attend too many talks. I'm usually on the hall's networking quite a bit. But <laughs> you can use some of that stuff to to it's really interesting talking to some people about uh, just the different things. And and anyone at a conference is is pretty passionate about security already. So you'll, oh, yeah. you'll meet some interesting people and they'll have some some fantastic insight. All right. So speaking of that Actually attending the conference, so we're talking about execution now.
1: Yeah. So obviously follow your plan if you got a good plan. Um, You know, there's always a talk about uh, take showers and and get enough sleep and get enough meals. I you hate to have to think that that's necessary, but sometimes when there's so much going on, you can forget to do those things. Uh, So be ready, be prepared. I'm old, so I always get a good night's sleep. I know that doesn't apply to anyone else who's going to be listening to this. <laughs> no, I'm I'm here. Yo, I'm with you. I
0: I, uh, I, definitely take that opportunity to get that good night's sleep. Uh, although some conferences, I might, if you're in that conference hotel, you might be struggling a little bit because there will be a nice little low rumble until 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. At some oh, conferences. Yeah. But no, I try to get a good night's sleep because I, I, I don't like the idea of uh, staying up too late and then waking up late and missing you know, half the conference. I mean, the conference. You th- you think it's like a full day, but then you know it gets to one o'clock and like half the, half the talks are done. Um, right. You know, depending on how long they go, but half the talks are pretty much done. And you know, you may have missed out on some pretty good stuff and some opportunities to meet people too. I mean, it, I think you have to kind of define uh, what what you. I think it's good going into the goals because then it'll allow you to kind of establish some boundaries and some of that stuff because it can get. You can slip and fall into to, to some of the stuff. Not that it's bad, if that's if that's what your your objective is. That's not necessarily bad. But um, you know, you can make poor choices and end up missing most of the conference. There there are some stories of, of people being out all night and then they're sleeping all day and then they're up at night for the after party. Yep. So, um, and you're kind of missing out on a lot of opportunities uh, doing that. Right.
1: Absolutely. So absolutely, you need to you need to be awake. You need to go to the talks and and capture the information, right? I, I always tell my folks, hey, if you really like to talk, make sure you go up and get the guy's contact info. Something as simple as that. Shake his hand, ask him a couple questions, tell me you did a good job. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, and uh, one one guy I was mentoring one time, I was like, hey, so who'd you meet? And he's like, um, uh, I met that one guy you introduced me to. I'm like, <laughs> good. What was his name? He's like. I don't know who'd you introduce me to, <laughs> like, dude. I introduced so many people to so many people during that event, dude. You don't right. know. He's like, he was he was the tall one with the black shirt. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's very important to ring every last drop, and so oftentimes that could be as simple as getting contact information or getting the Twitter account. Uh, that could be as simple as getting a business card. That could be as simple as getting a copy of the slides or f- finding out if the talk's been recorded. Um, it could be as simple as simply taking one or two good notes from every talk. But if you don't take at least one note, if you don't at least get someone's contact information, even if you think it's right in your head and everything's fine, by the time you went through three days of intense conferencing and driven back and re- you know then – the deluge at the office when you get back to, to your mailbox and everything else has been going on. It's gone, right? It's it's just, it's not going to be there.
0: Right. Absolutely. Um, I like what you said about speaker feedback because I think uh, uh, all the conferences I've been at, uh, all the speakers are very approachable. Um, I think a lot of them like talking about it. And I I enjoyed being approached after uh, conferences with people having questions about about certain things. So, um, I would highly encourage that, and you never know—you might, you know, you might click, you might click with some people, and you might not click with others, and you know, you never know what, what, what until you go up there and actually do it. And I think uh, talking to speakers about a talk, and, and especially if you're interested in it, is a very, very good thing to do.
1: Yeah, and you, you never know where they're going to go. Right, right. So, uh, uh, Jimmy Voe. Um, have you had Jimmy this conference on this he was He was uh, <clears throat> the first one to ha- have on. In fact,
0: I saw him at B-Sides Asheville. I didn't talk to him at B-Sides Asheville. Again, I was very nervous. This was like the third conference I had been going to. So I was very shy. I, <laughs> I was shooting pictures, but um, he uh, yeah he spoke there. And he he so he had to talk kind of about uh, – because he was fairly new in, in, in information security as well. And he uh, kind of – I guess, kickstarted it. It was like, I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something in his talk. that I was like, you know what? I need to start a podcast because I love doing podcasts and I'm going to do it about security. So I just need to go do it. Uh, and because I saw his talk, too, I invited him on to, to, for an interview. So, mm. uh, you know, I didn't necessarily talk to him, but, I, you know, he, seeing him and talk gave me the, an idea for a podcast and then also
1: uh, my first interview. Yeah. And see, that is a perfect example of execution right there. Right, you got, you got a hell of a lot out of that then. Right. Absolutely.
0: And, you know, kind of speaking about connections too, I've noticed uh, as my network has grown and as I've been attending more conferences is that I don't have to like go up and talk to people anymore. I'm just naturally meeting new people as I'm interacting with the different people I know. Right. Um, which, you know, I know there's an issue of, of of clickiness, but I mean, even if, you know, you're always going and meeting new people. So, uh that kind of you know I don't know it just it just grows from the people that you meet which I think is is nice so it's not like you constantly have to be the new guy each time uh, as some as you go more to these you'll start uh, recognizing the same people going there and you know you can say something like hey didn't I see you at this conference and you know that starts a conversation so
1: mm-hmm. it becomes easier
0: yeah I guess my point is that it becomes
1: easier as you attend these things every single one gets easier yeah absolutely um, and my point my point with Jimmy Bell was I met him. When he was presenting as an intern uh, at Source Boston, okay many, many, many years ago, and uh, I'm like, I really like this guy. And two years later, I was able to hire him. um and I remembered him, and we had you know, and I put down his contact information. I followed him on Twitter. Uh, it took me two years to have a job to hire him about. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. and then i I think he was like six months into that job when he was at Asheville, and you met him, right. So uh, you never know where people are going to go. This, this is a small field, and it's a close-knit field.
0: <laughs> well, and I'll say the uh, – so the genesis of the PVC security podcast is, is my second conference. Um, I brought my camera and said, hey, do you want me to take pictures? And uh, for B-Sides Nashville, the person running that was Edgar Rojas. Um, and he ah, – he really encouraged me like he pointed me out and said here's our photographer and I, I, essentially at that point I'm like I hadn't really shot a whole lot of stuff I was, <laughs> I wouldn't really consider myself a professional photographer. it was very very amateurish I'd taken a class or two at school um but he like that was really encouraging too is that you know he's telling people to come up and smile for the camera for me um, nice. which is which is awesome yeah but then you know that leads into I saw him at Asheville so I got to talk to him there and in fact, in fact I never met Paul but Paul was there with Ed um, again, it's Asheville, which is like a beer craft town. So, me, and my buddy left a little bit early <laughs> to go explore some of the breweries. Um, but uh, he, uh, from there, you know, I saw him and Paul talking about wanting to do a podcast on Twitter, and I said, "Hey, I can record it for you guys." So, and that's pretty much how PVC Security Podcast started. Mm. So, um, yeah. So you just never know what's going to happen at these conferences, and yeah, I, uh, I think one of the good things, and, and one of the main things that we're trying to get to at this point is, is the follow-up and the post-conference.
1: Right. Right. So once you have the contact information, once you have the notes, what do you do next? Part of that is the management side and the team side, which we already touched on, reporting back out uh, to the people you work with or you're close to, what you've seen, what you've learned. Also user groups. We've had people in the Michigan community, the MISAC, uh, who went to conferences and then came back into the lightning talk on two or three things they thought was really cool and leading edge. So sharing what you know, uh, one of the things that Chris Maddalena talked about in a Code Mash episode we did for PVC Sec was the first few times he went to a conference, he was just writing down all the things he didn't know. <laughs> you know, like I don't know that acronym, I don't know the name of that, I don't know this. <laughs> Uh, which becomes effectively your working glossary as you're breaking in the industry. So when I was starting out, I did that all the time. Write down three or four things out of each talk I didn't know, go look them up afterwards and and figure out uh, what goes where and how all these different pieces we work with play together. So researching after the fact, uh, often, oftentimes I personally will go back if it was a good talk and watch the recording. Uh, Because in watching it the first time, I I will pick up one or two things. Watching it the second time cements those things and introduces me to things I probably overlooked or missed or forgot. Mm -hmm. So re-watching talks. uh, In putting together the agenda, of course, oftentimes we can't get to all the talks we want to. So I know many people will go back and watch some of the talks they missed um, online. Mm -hmm. So... Things, things like that, and then also to the speakers and to the people you met, dropping them a, a thank you note and putting their contact information somewhere you don't lose it. Right. Yep. Following them on Twitter. I think Twitter, like,
0: if, if having a Twitter account is great for this kind of stuff, because you can uh, follow people, and then that's like a really easy way to keep in contact with people.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So. So what? What?
0: Maybe we've already addressed this here, but what, what are some of the? the experiences we should be taking away from a conference.
1: Definitely building the network, your social network, as Mm -hmm. we discussed a few different times, Um, finding ways to collaborate. Um, Oh, I didn't even talk to you about this idea. Have you, did you see the Ted talk about lollipop moments? No. Oh, you should Google the Ted talk about lollipop moments when you get a moment. Or, uh for the listening audience. Everyone should check this out. <laughs> but basically, um and, and I'll I'll leave that uh as an exercise to the listener. The, <laughs> the the concept here is in going through life, finding one or two ways that you can make the world a better place. Not like, oh, I, you know, fed the hungry and I, you know, stopped war and I uh, solved polio um, something as simple as uh, I introduce this person to this other person All right So for a good example, I ran into somebody at a conference recently who worked with a particular language and was at this conference because he heard something about information security that he really should you know be thinking about it when he is creating uh, his code but he really didn't know much about it other than that. And just like 15, 20 minutes earlier, I had ran into a guy who has started writing tools, security tools for this language. He's basically writing the tools and teaching people how to write secure code. Um, and his problem was, you know, how did I get the word out? How, who, who do I talk to? Et cetera, et cetera. So just by. Happenstance of meeting these two people, I was able to broker an introduction where this guy, on the one hand, now can t- you know get the word out of his tools and get feedback and have someone to collaborate with, and the the programmer can figure out how to write secure code and and do more with what he has without having to buy anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, as you go through, I would I would also suggest that people find ways to make those moments happen, right? Um, invite someone to, to lunch, uh, make a connection, make a new friend, uh, start a new project, help someone else finish their project. A million and one ways this can happen. Um, oh, I got another good, good story about this. Ever tell you how I met Ninja Sloth? No. Ninja Sloth, um, I almost said his real name, but he wouldn't like it if I did that. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's very into OPSEC. His, his first talk... He handed out cookies because he was trying to show the social value of like giving someone something and then asking for something. He was talking about social engineering and whatnot. Okay. So he's at the hotel and I'm at the hotel and uh, he didn't have a car and he had boxes of cookies and he's just like looking around like what What am I going to do now? I'm like, Do you need a hand? I'm going to the conference. You going to the conference? It's like, Yeah. Can you carry cookies for me? I'm like, Absolutely, I can carry cookies for you. (laughs) So. We boxed up. I carried all these boxes of cookies to my car, and we drove, you know, the six blocks to the venue, and I carried them all in and whatnot, and uh, and that's how I got to meet him. Just something as simple as, "Hey, I'll, I'll carry your cookies." Sure. Right. We had a great conversation over there, and and you know, now now he's a you know real close personal friend of mine. Yeah,
0: no, that's good. And those those the more you the like we said, the more you do that kind of stuff, the the more opportunities like that are going to happen. So. No, that's good. I think I think looking out for each other at conferences is, is definitely important. Yeah. All right. Is there I think we've pretty much covered everything. And is there anything else that you can think of that we haven't really covered?
1: Uh just then reflecting at the end of each conference mm-hmm. and and looking at your goals and making sure you actually met your goals.
0: Yep. So reviewing.
1: Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, then if not, you know, adjusting and figuring out what you're going to do uh, next time differently. Right. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything, what would you like to plug? Uh, So what would I like to plug? Um, As you mentioned, I am with CBI. Mm -hmm. Uh, As director of strategy, I I do two things. I I work with very senior leaders and help them formulate their strategy and figure out how they're going to solve complex security problems and whatnot. Uh, and, And that's just a blast. And I also work with very, very junior folks, people just getting in the industry, um, and help give them mentoring and coaching. And we do this as part of the academy program. Uh, So the CBI Academy program is a two-year commitment uh, where we do uh, mentoring. I plug them into the community. Uh, We get them all sorts of technical training, uh, soft skills training, and then job shadowing, consulting engagements, and so on and so forth. So we like to say we give them basically five years of experience in two years. Um, so, if anyone's listening to this and they're they're trying to figure out, hey, this sounds great, I want to get into conferences. This sounds great, I want to get in the industry. Uh, I've I've started, but I don't know what to do next. Uh, they can reach out to me on Twitter, which is at JW Gorlick, or uh, look at the academy website, which is forward slash academy
0: Okay, awesome. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Thank you for joining me to discuss how to get the most out of attending a conference.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me back, Tim. It's been great.
0: And that will do it. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't drop me a line on Twitter at Timothy D block, that's D E B L O C K or email me at Timothy at gmail.com. Let me know what you didn't learn and we'll cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. If you'd like to donate to the show, check out my Patreon page at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash E-I-S. Have a good one.